0: Hey everybody, it's Erin Albert. It is Friday, October 30th. You know the drill, we made it. So this week was the final week of Pharmacist Appreciation Month, American Pharmacist Month, whichever you choose to call it and we rolled out a six-part series over at apex benefits super grateful to them for allowing me the opportunity to share and highlight amazing pharmacists badasses in my mind forgive the word if you find that offensive i personally do not all the pharmacists Jerica dodd suzanne solomon kelly carlstrom tony dow and ryan atkinson personally want to thank you each and every one of you for your amazing interviews and your focus on the past, present, and future. In that six-part series, we started with What is a Badass? I love that uh, with Rebecca Hessian. I think that's a great segue into the whole series. In the second episode, I talked about Indiana women Pharmacy badasses. So I had the opportunity to kind of do some research, go back in the archives, dig around a little bit, become the Carmen San Diego of women pharmacists in history, and give you some of those in episode two. In episode three, we talked about Women Pharmacists Day with Susie Solomon and Jerika. and this was the episode that was kind of present focus. So we talked a lot about. COVID-19 and its impact on pharmacy and women and what's going on in women and leadership in pharmacy. I still think there's a lot of challenges when it comes to diversity in leadership for pharmacy as well. So we had a conversation about that kind of got the moose on the table and talked about some controversial topics. So I really appreciated the fact that both Jerika and Susie were willing to get on and and kind of share their experiences throughout uh, 2020 and their initiatives to Support and elevate other women pharmacists. And then last but not least was the future part of pharmacy. So we brought on Tony Dow. He's at the intersection of kind of IT, informatics, big data, and uh, pharmacy. Secondly, we had Ryan Atkinson, who really is the guru when it comes to specialty orphan drugs, gene therapies, and kind of what's coming in the pipeline there and what to look out for relative to the future of pharmacy. And this third and final episode of the six, I guess sixth of a sixth, was Kelly Carlstrom and she is also at a very interesting intersection of oncology, IT, and pharmacy. It was great to have all these perspectives throughout the month of October. It was truly a blast to put that mini-series together, so if you listen to any parts of it, you found value. Thank you for listening. I know I got a lot out of the conversations and the research behind the series myself, so it's just great to have a whole month focused on pharmacy. I know there were a lot of other awareness things that go on in the month of October, breast cancer, ADHD, etc., but it's just nice to talk about pharmacy as a profession. And that kind of leads me to my weekend thoughts to leave with you today. I'll be appearing on another podcast coming up here soon. And one of the conversations that are questions that I was asked to think about was who in history of pharmacy has inspired or affected you in a positive way? And I had to stop and think about that for a second. Of course, having researched women pharmacists lately, I... Of course, appreciate a lot of their backgrounds and histories. But the answer that I came up with was kind of an odd one, and that's Hubert Humphrey. And if you are not aware, he was the highest ranking pharmacist in the U.S. ever, I think. He w- made it to vice president of the United States. What I found really interesting about him wasn't so much that, you know, he worked the bench as a pharmacist in his his family's pharmacy in one of the Dakotas. He was a five-time senator. He ran for president, actually, as well. What I really appreciated about him from a point of view of pharmacy was that he kind of admitted early in his career that pharmacy really wasn't for him. And what I mean by that was he didn't feel like he was having the impact working in his dad's pharmacy one-on-one with patients and affecting broad enough change for healthcare, Because even though he kind of, I think, throughout what I've read about him, felt like he was leaving pharmacy, I don't think he ever did. In that he was the senator that really brought Medicare around for senior patients, and he did a lot of advocacy for, for senior patients. I think... There is this dichotomy in pharmacy between the generalists and the specialists. And I know I've hinted around this in several episodes in the past, but sometimes I feel in pharmacy like there is extra value associated to pharmacists who specialize versus the generalists. And I'm here to declare that we need both types of pharmacists. We need the detail-oriented, board-certified in XYZ pharmacists to become uber-uber-niched in a particular area, an area of expertise, and that's great. But we cannot leave behind the pharmacists who truly want to affect broader change at a much bigger level. They, too, as generalists, are equally and arguably even more valuable in some instances. So, when we talk about things like the Affordable Care Act, drug importation, drug takeback, the opioid crisis, COVID-19, these all involve pharmacists and they should be involved in the conversations about how to move healthcare forward, how to move our country forward. And if we don't have more generalists who have that background knowledge in pharmacy at very high levels of decision-making in this country and in this world, we're all going to suffer from that. So here's to the Hubert Humphreys out there in the world. If you feel like you are less than as a pharmacist because you don't have a board certification, this podcast is just for you. I'm here to declare that you are just as valuable than the pharmacist who niches in a board certification or a very specialized area of practice. We need all types of pharmacists in the profession. The 50,000 foot view pharmacist, the 10,000 view pharmacist, the 5,000 foot view pharmacist, and those way down in the trenches that are serving patients one-on-one in very specialized, very haute couture fashion, customized therapy, personalized medicine, if you will. So to all pharmacists out there, I hope you have a wonderful rest of October. Enjoy the last days. Trick-or-treating sounds kind of scary right now here in the Midwest as our number of COVID cases are skyrocketing. Just try to stay safe wherever you may be. This Halloween, maybe just go buy yourself a bag of candy. Hide the candy in the house for the kids maybe. We will all get through this eventually. And I hope you haven't already. Go vote. Super important. I actually voted weeks ago myself. So make sure you go vote. Whatever political side you're on. And we're not going to go there on this podcast. Because that's a very contentious issue right now. But I care less about who you voted for. And I care more about the fact that you voted. So get out there and vote. I'll leave you with this on this hollow voting weekend. The following quote. A foolish consistency is the hobgoblin of little minds, adored by little statesmen and philosophers and divines. With consistency, a great soul has simply nothing to do. He may as well concern himself with his shadow on the wall. Speak what you will think now in hard words and tomorrow speak what tomorrow thinks in hard words again, though it may contradict everything you said today. Ah, so you shall be sure to be misunderstood. Is it so bad then to be misunderstood? Pythagoras was misunderstood, and Socrates, and Jesus, and Luther, and Copernicus, and Galileo, and Newton, and every pure and wise spirit that ever took flesh. To be great? is to be misunderstood. Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote that. Have a great weekend.